Five on five in five. It is Tuesday, November 7th. It is Election Day. Fletcher Kelly Stephen here with you once again. Got a lot of headlines to get to because people are performing their civic duty all day long until the polls close. Yes. Here we are. The ads end soon before they begin again. <laughs> before the next ones start. <laughs> we were taking bets on how soon the next rollout of election co- uh, election commercials would be. And I said tomorrow morning. Tomorrow but we'll morning, see. Right early. Um, we, could, we could take a break. We could take a little break. Uh, let's talk about the forecast for election day. I don't know. It gets exciting. It hit six o'clock. We were like, all right, let's do this election day. And the weather is cooperating. Meteorologist Randy Rico letting us know unseasonably warm. Our lows are are actually what the highs are supposed to be, which is kind of wild. So 62 degrees right now, if you're listening to this, you know, around the eight o'clock hour on your Tuesday, but we're going to climb close to 70 overnight, really comfortable again, back into the seventies again tomorrow. That's when our chances for rain will start to pick up uh, and kind of knock us back down to reality of what we are supposed to be at for this time of the year. Nothing crazy, but yeah. Lows overnight in the 30s, highs in the 50s. That seems more typical for where we are this time of the year. But perfect day for Election Day. Get out. If you are in line when the polls close, you shouldn't have any problems waiting because the weather is not a factor. All right. So it's brought to us by Randy Rico. Thanks so much, Kelly. We appreciate it. Time to get to 5 on 5 in 5 with the headlines. Five stories on Channel 5 in 5 minutes. Fletcher, fairly obvious first headline. It is Election what Day. What possibly could it be? <laughs> uh, yes. So we're going to go in order of polls opening. So the state of Kentucky opened at 6 a.m. That's what we're going to talk about first. And the biggest, uh, the biggest ticket item on the ballot this year, the race for the governor's mansion. Yes. And a lot of uh, national interest in this one with uh, Governor Andy Bashir has been in office for a few years now, a Democrat, Kentucky, a heavily red state, uh, leaning heavily towards former President Trump uh, in his election there, but going against the Republican challenger, Daniel Cameron, who is the current attorney general. They've been going back and forth uh, for months now. They've uh, debated each other uh, early on. Polls were leaning heavily Bashir, but you know, new numbers coming out. Things are looking to be a little bit closer. Bashir touting his economic record and working with the Republican Ohio Governor Mike DeWine. On the other side, Daniel Cameron, he is campaign with a more a national picture touting his endorsement from former President Trump to hopefully get him over the finish line. Of course, there's other statewide races for Attorney General, Secretary of State, Treasurer, Ag Commissioner. Polls in Kentucky will close at 6 o'clock. Yes, kind of like what you are saying at the beginning, this governor's race kind of a conduit for what we're going to see starting tomorrow as the 2024 presidential race becomes sharper and sharper as we approach inside of a year until that. Our second story, Election Day in Ohio, the other side of the river. Polls open at 6.30 a.m. They will go until 7.30 p.m. tonight. Uh, no state offices on the ballot, but two major, you're probably tired of hearing them by now, statewide issues. Maybe tired of hearing about it, but there are obviously things that are going to have lasting impacts here on the state of Ohio. So issue one would enshrine abortion rights into Ohio's constitution. There has already been a lot of conversation about that, um, on what that would look like, what that would mean what doctors can do, what they can't do, at what point can they. So there is a lot that would be at stake here with issue one. Issue two would allow adults 21 and over to buy, possess up to two and a half ounces of cannabis and grow plants at home. A 10% tax would be imposed on purchases and be spent on things like administrative costs, addiction treatment programs, jobs programs, among other things. So if it passes, Ohio would become the 24th state to legalize marijuana for adult use and would take effect in 30 days. That's interesting, especially when we look at Todd Dyke's story from yesterday. Um, He took a trip to Michigan. They've been in this five years now. So it's a very real example of what 
things could like look like here in Ohio down the road should issue two pass. Now, obviously, smaller elections are huge, a lot of focus on schools, on different levies, but issue 22 for Cincinnati voters specifically would determine whether or not the Cincinnati Southern Railway would be sold to Norfolk Southern for $1.6 billion. This is a one-time proposal. There have been a lot of commercials about this. If voters say no, there will not be a second chance for this issue to come up. You know, there's a whole lot of conversation. There has been for months now. So please, if you are unclear on what this is, check out our website, WLWT.com, for all of the background on the rail sale vote. Uh, you're going to hear a lot of pitches for and against. Make sure you're doing your research and finding out how you feel about this. You know, can't possibly miss any of the what are the issue stories today with our uh, website in what we like to call breaking news layout mode. So everything you'll need to know is right there for you once you head to the website. Uh, moving off of some uh, topics that are not election-related, our third story this morning, uh, a Dearborn County man has been taken into custody after being accused of killing his wife. Now, Mohammed Mondal, 45 years old, arrested and charged for shooting and killing his wife. Uh, not a lot of information here. Investigators were outside of the home uh, for much of the day in Picnic Woods subdivision. That's in Bright, Indiana, near Lawrenceburg. Uh, they are uh, going to be doing a press conference Wednesday, so be on the lookout for any updates from that. But uh, they have five kids being taken care of by other family members uh, at this time but just a, a very sad story um, out there in bright indiana our fourth story this morning another shooting uh, that we're awaiting more developments to come uh, to come out on we're still waiting for a lot of pieces of information investigators still trying to piece together uh, what happened what led up to a shooting friday in the west end that killed an 11 year old boy we brought this up yesterday, obviously. Uh, I'm just bringing it up again because this is something that is unacceptable in the community. You have a bunch of children outside, uh, five people injured, mostly children, almost all children, except with a 50-something-year-old woman, and an 11-year-old boy was killed in this drive-by shooting. Um, they are trying to identify who the shooter is. They have talked about a car. They haven't released any video yet that would have indicated who potentially could be responsible for this. Um, the young boy's father, uh, the young boy identified as Dominic Davis, his father Isaac spoke at Sunday's press conference just pleading the people responsible to come forward, turn themselves in. Um, you know, we know that's not necessarily a likely scenario, but family members could try to persuade that person. Um, I mean, it's just a, it's a devastating story, and it's something that is unacceptable in any community. And because it is ours, it's something we want to not lose sight of as we move forward through a busy day today. Yep. Now, as soon as any information that we learn about that case, we'll be sure to update you on air and online. And finally, let's end on a positive note. College basketball season is back. Tipped off last night. All three D1 programs in the area were in action, two of which were at home and both of those programs picked up wins yeah uc got the win xavier got the win nku took it on the chin from middle tennessee state though last night which has a go. wku alum it's hard go. to hear <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right uh, so. day day thomas led all bearcat scores with 15 points xavier uh, had all five starters scored double figures scoring and they are almost entirely retooled from last year and almost a whole new lineup uh, for the Musketeers to try and get back to the Sweet 16. And uh, NKU's playing for the three or four days in March as a one big league. But we'll still have the chance to pick up some quality non-conference wins. All right, basketball is back. That's Fletcher. That's Kelly. I'm Steven. Of course, once again, it is Election Day. Polls in Ohio close at 730. Polls in Kentucky and Indiana close at 6. And, of course, be sure to join us this evening on WLWT News 5 at 6 all the way through 
our late show. We're going to have all of the results coming up, all the reaction from what the issues do, who gets elected, who doesn't get elected, right here on WLWT and WLWT.com.